Welcome to episode 210 of Motherhood in Hollywood. Today, my main squeeze, Chris Brooker, is back, and we're going to be talking about the inauguration. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Golden Globes and maybe uh, a few other little things in between. So here we go. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hello, friends and Chris Brooker. Hi. Hi, friends and also lovers. Hello. Um, and also Gracie. We should mention Gracie is here. and She's all up in our business. She's so always she, in our business. She might be interrupting the show a little bit today. Um, so let's talk, Chris. Yes. It's been a really big like couple of weeks we happy had, 2021 we had an insurrection at the capitol oh my god we inaugurated a new presidente and vice presidente mm-hmm. um what was your feeling when you were watching the inauguration i think you know i think collectively there was a, a general no, side you're of, feeling no, I but I'm, and i'm getting to that oh, okay i'm getting that <laughs> i think collectively um there was a nationwide kind of sigh of relief like a now I can exhale, and I I, I felt that as well. Mm-hmm. I felt that uh, okay, maybe now we can move forward instead of you know repeatedly scrolling through my news feeds every single day, being stressed out that exactly. something horrible was going to happen. Exactly. You know, I think um, for me, and I don't talk a lot about particular political leanings. We talked about this in the last episode, right? And it's so funny because um, somebody messaged me on Instagram. This woman messaged me and was like, you're a biased reporter. And I just thought, lady, I talk about movies and TVs shows and I don't even really comment on those. (laughs) Like, I don't say this is bad. This is good. Like, I'm not a movie critic. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm not sure how you're surmising that. But, you know, I think there's just so much vitriol and so much anger has been sowed Mm -hmm. over the last, you know, four years. And, and quite frankly, maybe even longer. But um, people are just ready to lash out. And that anger is still there. That anger it's, is still there. It's not going away anytime soon. It's just, I think now we have someone that's not stirring the pot. Yeah. And I think one thing that's important to point out is that, and this may not be a popular opinion, but the vitriol is on both sides. It is. Um, I have friends who are very left wing and they are very angry and upset and they think everybody on the right is ignorant and stupid and racist and they don't understand how they can't see their perspective. And then you've got people on the right who are like, why don't you see my perspective? Right. You know, and it's this constant, nobody is, is, and I don't want to say nobody. There's no middle ground. It seems like. I, I know. I hate to say no middle ground though, because I feel like. Like with those documentaries that we watched, we're only exposed to the the people who are kind of insulated around us and who are the algorithms of our social media want us to Correct. engage with and see. Right. So if you're taking a very right or very left stance on something, you're only going to see the people who also mostly agree with you, you know, yeah. or who who embolden you or encourage you or, or the news that are that's influenced by whatever you click on. Yeah, you're only going to see those types of of things. I think in general, I think most Americans just want to be able to pay their bills, to be healthy, to have a job, to um 
have their kids go to school, get a good education. Like I don't think anybody for the most part, and I'm generalizing an entire nation here. Right. I think most people just want to have their kids grow up and be successful and be happy. Right. You know, um, and have the ability to keep their guns. <laughs> to keep it guns. We keep ours. Keep our guns. It's so funny to me because you know we're both from Oklahoma and we don't have guns. No. And I, you know, I've shot guns. You've shot guns, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my dad used to take me hunting when I was a kid. Yeah. You killed and squirrels and stuff, right? Yeah. Did you eat them? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Squirrels delicious. Oh my god, that's mm, so gross. Squirrel meat. And that was in Wisconsin, though. That wasn't even in Oklahoma. No, that was Wisconsin squirrels. <laughs> The old Wisconsin squirrels. <laughs> oh, that's so gnarly. When when I shot guns, we just shot at like pop cans and like yeah, I've done that too and stuff like that. No, no. Let me rephrase. I never shot a gun while hunting with my dad. I always watched him shoot his gun. I would do target practice. Okay, so you never killed an animal. No, I never have. Okay, we can stay married. <laughs> that's terrifying um no we just my my aunt louise had a farm not a farm bunch of land right there was no farming on there it was just a bunch of land there was you know uh and they built a big dirt bike racing track in the back for my cousins and then right next to it they would set up like a little shooting area sounds about right for your cousins <laughs> and we would just go out there i think it was like eight <laughs> they were like here's a gun uh, good times in Oklahoma. But anyway, um, so that was a big thing that happened in our country. And I feel like I'm, I'm, ho- we've shifted our focus back now to talking about the pandemic, which is good because I think that there's just, it's still shocking to me that here we are almost a year later dealing with this pandemic. Exactly a year later. Exactly. It was January when the first cases uh, presented not themselves. us. We didn't go into lockdown oh, until right. mid-March. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. we didn't really know about it. I mean, we were going on a cruise in February of last year. Yeah, that's true. So we weren't, nothing had affected us really yet. We were like, that's weird. I remember talking to you and going, should we be worried about this virus? Nah. Nah, let's go to Disney World. Let's go to the buffet. <laughs> Listen, when Disney calls and says, come on a Disney cruise and an all-expenses-paid trip to Disney World, you go. You do it. You Pandemic do it. or not. Um, but it's just so funny to me because literally the week we came back, everything shut down. Everything and, went to hell. And they were like, <laughs> nobody leave your house. And so we that's basically where we've been ever since. And there are moments when I catch myself when I have to go out to the store or have to do something when I've got my mask on. And I get overwhelmingly sad mm-hmm. because I think, here we are. Like, still, are we still doing this? Is this how it's going to be forever? And I know it's how it's going to be at least for the next six months maybe longer um now with this new strain coming out you know we don't know how that's going to affect people we don't know how the vaccine is going to affect we haven't been vaccinated yet no and, and we we're won't on for the, a couple of months and we won't for several more months which is crazy to me like you even brought up something the other day yeah you, the, you know there's this queue of people that that can get the vaccine of course so roll out he- healthcare workers get it first people over 65 get it first you know things of that nature and if as you go down the list you see these classifications of people uh that can get the vaccine and incarcerated felons and homeless people <laughs> will get the vaccine before we will. Yeah. Um, Which I don't understand. I but know some people okay. will ha- will think, oh, that's so heartless. How could you not think they deserve the vaccine? They do, but not before everyday hardworking Americans who have not committed major crimes. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like people who are just trying to get by and get their kids back in a safe school environment and working. Every- you know what I mean? Like 
the the guy who murdered someone right. <laughs> should not be getting a vaccine before a hardworking taxpaying American. That's- I, th- I think the logic there is um, the logic there is that incarcerated people, people in jails, it's a confined community. Right. So it's they've got a greater chance of transmission it's in those kind of environments. Homeless as well in the homeless camps, it's yeah. a clo- it's kind of a closed community, so there's a greater chance of spread. So I understand that logic. It's just It just doesn't seem right. I get that too, and I understand why they're doing it. And people might think they were being heartless in, in saying that, and I don't care if you think that. Because I just don't think it's right that people in jail and pe- and homeless people are getting vaccinated before um, everyday hardworking Americans. Right. Americans. Um, don't at me, but if you do, it's at the Heather Brooker on Instagram and Facebook and Heather Brooker on Twitter. Follow me. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about what's happening next week. Next week is sort of the official kickoff, I guess, of award season. Okay. Um, it's award season this year. Oh, for those of you who don't know, award season usually happens within like a two to three month span of time where you've got everything. Um, I mean, I guess if you count the Emmys, it's a little longer because they're weirdly in September. But if you've got everything from like the Grammys, the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards, the BAFTAs, Independent Spirit Awards, and then the Academy Awards, and there's a few others in there that all happen within like a two or three month span. I mean, it's like an awards frenzy. Yeah. The celebs are looking for fun outfits every day to wear. Well, this year it's going to be a lot different because nobody at this point is having an, uh, a ceremony or a live event. Everything's going to be virtual. I, for one, am excited about that. I, the, the, my least favorite part of my job is going to a red carpet and especially a big award show. Yeah. Once I get my picture on the red carpet, I want to leave. But I don't. I stay there and wait to interview the third lead on right. whatever show. We'll stop and talk. The second executive producer of... Exactly. Yeah. It's a grind. Red carpet coverage is a grind. And it's especially a grind when you're a multimedia journalist and you basically shoot everything on your phone or a small camera or something. I don't have the big rigs that you know Access Hollywood has or Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, you don't I, have a crew. I don't have a crew. It's me. Right. I'm my right. crew. Sometimes I get to bring a, a plus one with me to help out. But um, no, it's me. I do everything. And it's a lot of work. And then you're standing there all dressed up in, in a gown and whatnot and trying not to sweat all over the stars, and which sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. So I don't know. I, for one, I'm glad that I'll get to do award season from my couch this year. So the Golden Globes, it all starts next week with the Golden Globe nominations on Wednesday and then the SAG Award nominations on Thursday. Originally... The SAG Awards were going to be... Oh, I forgot about the Grammys, too. The SAG Awards were going to be the same night, I believe, as the Grammys. But then the SAG Awards pushed theirs back to April. Because I was sitting there going like, oh, my gosh, that's going to be bonkers. Yeah. To try to cover both of those huge events on the same night. So, luckily, the SAG Awards moved. But I was thinking about this with the Golden Globes coming up. Because, you know, the Golden Globes are arguably, like, the most fun out of all the award shows. Because it's film and television that they give awards to. And um, it's a big party. There's a great dinner. You know, it's it's more of like the a party sure. kind of atmosphere. And um, I don't know how they're going to do this. If it's going to have the same pomp and circumstance, which it, it won't, you know. I'm curious to see if anybody's going to watch 
you know, I'm sure they're going to do kind of like what, um, Jimmy Kim, was it Jimmy Kimmel that did the Emmys? Remember when they did the Emmys live at Staples Center? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They tried to do it. They and they did. had no, they had no audience. It was right. just him and the right. presenters. I wonder if they're going to try to do something like that. Cause Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are hosting again. I can't imagine they won't be live there in person in some way. Um, and I'm, you know, they'll probably do a little hybrid again of some people live, a lot of people virtually accepting from mm-hmm. their homes, you yeah. know, cause that seemed to sort of work out. Um, I just wonder, and I wonder this every award season, do people still care that celebrities are given golden statues? I think some people do. I think a lot of people don't, you know, it's, I mean, you've, re- you've read the message boards, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen the vitriol online oh, about the it. Hollywood elite and, yeah. you know, some, who cares and this yeah. isn't news and stuff like that. Depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Ultimately, I I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fun to watch. Like, if you find out, like, oh, wow, this movie won two Golden Globes, maybe I better watch it. And, you know, if it's nominated for an Oscar, too, I, I better watch it. Yeah, I still haven't seen Parasite, and that won Best Picture last year. We didn't see Parasite? No, we oh, didn't. Oh, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's supposed to be so good. and uh, But... It, Sometimes that impacts me if it's a movie. If it's a movie, I think I want to see. Um, but their award status doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Do you? But you listen to what critics say, though, like movie critics. Do you read? Yeah. You care about the Rotten Tomato score and all that stuff, right? Yeah, I follow that stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. I think I feel like critics are, and I'm not a critic, mind you. I am an entertainment host and reporter who just talks about movies and TV shows. You know, I'm definitely not a movie critic. I feel like movie critics, the tr- in the traditional sense, like your Wall Street Journal, you know, critic types, sure, um, are just really full of themselves. Yeah, they can be. And I'm just like, they just look sometimes for the nitpickiest things to complain about about a movie because otherwise they would be without a job. Sure. If you didn't say this, you know, this was this or this didn't work out or blah 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 blah, they would have no job. You can't just be like every movie was amazing. You know, right? And I so that's why I just feel like you. I don't really listen to what they say because they're purposely looking for flaws so they can have a job. Um, so that's my feeling on movie critics. Um, well, it's in the name, critic. Yeah, they're, they're trying to be critical. Yeah, unless I have a movie coming out and then I love all movie critics, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Not this week. Not this week. So here's what I was wondering too. As far as Golden Globes, what? I'm wondering what we can expect to see in terms of nominations, especially in the film category. The movie theaters haven't been open since March. Right. And typically, you know, um, we've heard a lot about feature films and this movie and that movie. And I was thinking, like, just off the top of my head, other than Wonder Woman, what was a movie that came out last year that you loved that you think, oh, that should be nominated for uh, a Golden Globe or an Oscar. I don't know. It's off the radar for me. Mm-hmm. I I can't even think of a movie that was released did like digitally. Um, I mean, Tenet came out, but I, I never saw it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think Tenet will get nominated. I mean, I think... Um, well, there's that Russell Crowe movie, too. Oh, Oh my God, why have I forgotten that movie? I interviewed him and I feel bad. <laughs> I am the worst at my job. All right, well, let's see what people on the internet are predicting for uh, in terms of like best actor and whatnot. So 
Anthony Hopkins in The Father. I never saw that. Nope. I don't even think I heard about that. Um, Chadwick Boseman, they're thinking. Oh, yeah. In uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He'll probably get something. Something posthumous. Yeah. Um, da Five Bloods. Yeah. On Netflix. Also, also Chadwick Boseman. Um, Sound of Metal on Amazon Studios. Uh, I've seen the trailer for that. It's about a heavy metal drummer or something yes. that goes deaf or is going deaf. Or... Goes in a free fall when he begins to lose his hearing. Right. You should watch that. that. I feel like that might be right up your alley. Maybe. Um, oh, and Malcolm and Marie. We were just watching a preview for that the other day. Yeah. On Access Hollywood. Uh, Minari, about a Korean family who starts a farm. And Mank. I remember seeing something about Mank, mm. but that also was not on my radar. The which is a very so small terrible bell. to admit yeah. as an entertainment reporter. Uh, the Way Back with Ben Affleck, which came out earlier last year, if I remember yes, right. Yes, it did. Because I couldn't go to the um, premiere. So they were still having premieres. Supernova with Colin Firth. Um, and then News of the World. I think News of the World, Tom Hanks will get nominated just because it's Tom oh, yeah. Hanks. Yeah. Um, but... Um, yeah, like you've got movies like White Tiger, Midnight Sky with George Clooney. Um, oh, Midnight Sky. Yeah. The Nest. For, most of these are were on streaming platforms. They all were. Yeah. Except, well, no. Except the way back. The that way back wasn't. came out in theaters. Yeah. yeah. And some of them, I think, and I'd have to, I need to look more into the specifics of what was allowed to be in theaters. You know, if the, if the requirements were they had to be in theaters for a short amount of time, but. Um, uh, I know that for the Oscars, they have that contention. I don't know if the Golden Globes um, still <clears throat> have a caveat like that for nominations. But almost everything was on a streaming platform at some point last year. Because Well, well, the Oscars... Hang on. That one movie won. The, the, the black and white movie that was a Netflix... Moonlight? No. No. The... Um, uh, who's the director? It was a black and white movie. It won like... I want to say best director or something like that a year ago. And it got a lot of criticism because it was released only on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can't think of the name of it right now. I can't think of it either. Alfonso Cuaron directed it? Maybe? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, um, clearly, I'm bad at my job. Because I can't remember any of the names of these movies. I have to, because honestly, they all, this is terrible. But at some point, um, they all kind of run together in my brain. And maybe I just need a little more coffee to wake up. But I feel like with the streaming platforms, especially, it lends itself to the more of the running all together. Hmm. Yeah. Because you watch one, you stop, and then you watch another one, then you watch another one, you know, and it's not like there's- It's not an event. It's not an event. It's yeah. not a going to the movies and you watch on the big screen and something makes an impact on you where you're like, oh, that was brilliant, or wow, that shot was great, or listen to that sound. Well, we were talking about this the other day when we were walking around. It, it was like going to the movies is- an event. Yeah. You, you go with your family. You yeah. go and you pick out your seats. You pick out your popcorn, you know, and it's it's like it's something you do. And it's so different than watching something from your couch on a streaming platform where you have access to it all times to pause and, yeah. you know, rewind and stop and, you know, everything else. It's it's it's, it, it's a different experience. And so that's why I think we can't remember anything. Yeah. And, and that's really ultimately there's nothing also that stands out in particular you know i actually really liked news of the world i'm not a huge western fan but i thought tom hanks just disappeared into that role there's not once where i was like oh there's tom hanks for mm, big you know good. um i thought he was great in that um yeah i just i think it's going to be interesting to see 
what they what they pick for those awards and for the acting awards for the SAG awards television is a whole different story on the streaming platforms for TV there's a lot of wonderful options like mm-hmm. I think the Queen's Gambit is going to be oh, yeah. get some nominations Definitely. there Marvel's Miss Maisel I feel like always gets nominated uh, lately it seems um, and then like what in terms of TV shows or streaming shows have you seen in the last year that you were like wow this is really great um Again, I'm drawing a blank. Um, everything <laughs> runs together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, th- I think the ones you mentioned kind of nailed it on the head. Was there something we streamed that we were like, "This is"? I mean, the the Queen's Gambit definitely. That's the first one that came to mind to me because we were like, "Wow, this is this so is great. really good, really good." And we binged it. Bridgerton, uh, which you didn't watch, but it's got a lot of buzz around it. I watched some of it, but yeah, <laughs> it's not it's, your. It's not my not my jam. Thing. Bridgerton has a lot of buzz, and I think that it will do well just because it has a diverse cast. It's clever, it's unique, and it was it's the most downloaded show uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. to date. Mm-hmm. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we've given anybody something really tangible here to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Do we ever, though? Do we ever? Any useful insights whatsoever. Um, But I'm going to be spending the next several days, like, deep diving into kind of going back through all the shows that I've watched and um, trying to compile something uh, for NBC and for for work to say, here's what I think will will do well. Here's what I think, you know, might get overlooked. And I'll be sharing about those, of course, on motherhoodandhollywood.com as well as on NBC. And then I'll be covering both award shows on uh, or both award nominations next week as well so it's gonna be a busy week busy actually week. basically starting next week through like april is busy for me wow and then i'm super excited because come may chris and i are going to be celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary yeah. and i've already started planning some fun stuff for that so i cannot wait um chris brooker is also working on something fun and I cannot wait for him to share that with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally bought him his radio station. <laughs> and by radio station, I mean said, hey, check out Spotify's radio. Right. <laughs> radio channel. Um, how's, it go- how's that going, by the way? It's going. Yeah. I've, I've, I've looked into it. And uh, it's something I want to start doing probably beginning ne- like next week. Okay. Or something. So I got to think about the format and things I want to say and things I want to play and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Chris used to be a radio DJ and has a, an incredible knowledge of music and a passion for music, but also is just has really good taste in music. And um, he is going, aww. Aww, and he is really, uh, really good at it. So he's going to start a radio show. That's a podcast, basically. It's not it's a like, podcast. It's like a podcast with music. It's a radio show um on spotify and he is going to start sharing like a mix of new music classic things that he loves Mm -hmm. um and you might find some music that you um forgot about or haven't heard of yeah Yeah. and you might enjoy so i'll make sure i share about that as well and we'll have chris on again (laughs) since he lives in the other room um (laughs) we'll have him on again and we'll tell you guys more details um as we work on that so i'm very proud of you i'm excited thank you i can't wait to listen to your radio station (laughs) um all right you guys that's gonna do it for us thank you so much for listening and uh, make sure you comment leave a review on my podcast and make sure you subscribe and maybe even share it with a friend if you like uh the content that we're bringing you thank you again for listening have a wonderful week and remember i'm not a perfect mom but i can play one on tv bye
Balls. <laughs>